0: Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values.
1: We are in a crazy time in the oh, world, man. And, and we're always breaking this down. I'm like, oh... I don't know what it would have been like to do a podcast, you know, in the 80s where it's like, oh, basically it's like, you know, doing the weather in like Hawaii or something. You know, it's like, hey, today it's 80. Tomorrow's going to be 82. You never know. Stay (laughs) on your toes. If you don't like the weather, it's going to change. Next day it might be 83. Uh, But we're not in those times now because there's things happening outside of your realm, outside of the length of your arm, which you can reach that impacts you directly and quickly. And there's some storms we've been predicting. They're coming, coming, coming. We're in January. We're 300 and some days away from the next election, Three hundred twenty twenty 307, mm-hmm. I think, till the 2024 election. And the storms that were in the ocean are now hitting the beach. And I think you're going to be shocked with the content that we're going to get into today with how real, how real the warnings that were done, how real the impact is making. Mm-hmm. And we're going to break this down because it's over our heads. Yep. And And frankly, we need an expert. We sleep too much. <laughs>
0: We're
1: too lazy to, to, to know everything going on in the world. So, we need to bring on a guest that that basically doesn't sleep. He doesn't
0: sleep, and he's definitely not lazy. Doesn't sleep,
1: and definitely work. And we're bringing up the hardest working people I know.
0: I know, but not compared to Couch him.
1: Couch potatoes compared to our next guest. He's the author of a book called The Great Reset versus The Great Awakening. And I guarantee both are happening, and you want to be on the right side of it. The one and only Clay Clark. Yay! Yeah!
2: I appreciate you guys uh, uh, praising my work ethic. I also want to let people know this is a true story. Uh, during the entire Christmas season, I have been totally sick as a dog, just slamming quill, just 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 looking bad, feeling bad, sounding like oh, Smeagol, yeah. looking like Smeagol, looking like Yoda, feeling like Yoda, and I'm just <laughs> – it's not good. And so last night was my – so what I've been doing is like – and then I go to bed as soon as I come home, and I've just been doing that, just get up at 3, work till six, go to bed. Just go. And I've been doing, and I finally, last night, I, I knew I was back. I knew I was back because I went to bed. My wife's, you know, hops in bed <clears throat> and I move a lot. Like I'm always moving. So in bed, I'm like, <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> That's not surprising. And my wife is like, are you going to make it? And I'm like, I'm back. She's like, we're in your back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm moving. Yeah, I'm moving. You know, cause I, I don't, I, I honestly, when I'm in bed, I, I wait to get up again. Like, I don't enjoy the process. I get super irritated with the idea that I have to sleep. So I'm in there last night, and I'm like, so, because it's the first time I felt like fully myself. (laughs) It's like 12 o'clock. My my kids are having their Christmas vacation. They're having friends over. And I'm like listening. They're watching the movie Big. And I'm listening to like every line in the movie while I'm trying to sleep, but I can't sleep. And then like at one o'clock, I'm like, well, can't sleep two o'clock. Can't sleep. I'm like. I'll just go to work. So that's kind of where I'm at right wow. now. now, now
1: I, I do got a question. You know, we know Vanessa, love Vanessa. Which version of you does she
2: like better? <laughs> is,
0: she,
1: which, 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 you're probably easier to deal with the other way. Maybe. You should
2: probably text her today while it's still a top hot topic in her mind. I just... <laughs> i just discovered i really do hate sleeping i hate relaxing i hate sleeping i hate beaches i hate i just like to go and so my son and i were chopping wood last night till about he got in trouble so he owes me 800 man hours of lumber chopping <laughs> wow number, 800 hours so we're chopping wood till about eight o'clock last night i hopped in uh went got, took my son to get a nice salad and a, a chicken salad and uh, a salad with chicken on it Got home and then I just waited to wake up and then at some point I just was like I got to go to work so get, I have been here and I'm back feeling feeling good baby that, we
0: are so glad you're back because we talked to you on the phone a couple of times I was like man you could tell he is not feeling well so I'm as far as your voice but, you didn't but, have much of a voice but, but, 50, but you never acted like no, anything the
1: fifty percent clay is a little more it's like okay. I, I'm with this. The other one like vibrates at too high of a level. It, it's a little bit. It's a little bit like trying to negotiate an electric fence or something. Like you got to be, you know, careful uh, how close you get. So I, I kind of. It was kind of good.
0: All right, so Clay, but, let's talk yeah. about 2024 because uh, you know we've been talking about this. We've been talking about January bricks, and we are here. We are here, and it is looking crazy. So fill us in. What is going on?
2: Well, let me hit play on this clip real quick here, and uh, uh, this hopefully will uh, resonate with the listeners here. Let me hit play. Here we go.
0: The BRICS Alliance of Developing States made a historic step in 2023, inviting a dynamic assembly of nations into their fold, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Ethiopia, Egypt, and the United Arab Emirates. This strategic move accelerates the shift in the global economic landscapes as its centers of power transforms.
3: I appreciate being invited to join the BRICS and look forward to coordinating with the group to achieve its goals and supporting economic cooperation. A great moment for Ethiopia as the BRICS leaders endorse our entry into this group today.
4: Ethiopia stands ready to cooperate with all for an in inclusive and prosperous global order. Going to the global south, that's the most important aspect we are focusing on at the moment, and that will grow. Joining the BRICS will add a lot to the United Arab Emirates multilateral support to the world.
0: With the new incoming members, the group will consist of almost half of the world's population and around a third of global
2: GDP. OK, so what we have here and uh, again, I mean, you have uh, experts on your show. Kirk Elliott will talk about this as well, but you, you have six of the 10 largest uh, oil producing countries are now part of BRICS. That's fact number one. Um, two, the largest land masses are now all part of BRICS. So look it up, folks, on the map. You can pull it up China large country. That's just in Russia, large country. People don't recognize how large it is. Brazil, large country. India, large country. Um, But now you have the linchpin, or the very thing that gives the U.S. dollar its value, which is called Saudi Arabia, where the petrodollar is, the the petro is now leaving the dollar. So there's no petrodollar. It's a petrodollar without the petro. In 1971, per the recommendation of uh, Henry Kissinger, America entered into what is called a fiat currency, a petrodollar relationship with Saudi Arabia around the early 1971-ish. And what that was as we told Saudi Arabia we'll protect you militarily as long as you export your oil and sell it to countries that we like at a price that we like we'll protect you militarily Saudi Arabia said we are now done we're out okay Dubai we talk about all the growth of Dubai people say oh Dubai is an incredible place to invest it's taken off it's the future of the world you know the head of the UFC Dana White's always praising Dubai, you see many American conservatives praising Dubai. You talk about sporting events being hosted in Dubai. They are now part of the BRICS block. China, Russia, they're all teaming up together. Uh, Putin now has taken the role as the chairman of BRICS for 2024. Putin, now the head of Russia, is now the head of um, uh, BRICS. So he's no longer scared of those sanctions, is he? And now Joe Biden has threatened that he will be seizing $300 billion of additional uh, Russian assets. What? Joe Biden has now threatened to seize $300 billion of additional Russian assets. And if he does that, there is uh, right now uh, irrefutable evidence, proof, facts. You can look it up. There are an additional uh, 20 countries that want to join BRICS now immediately. And there are 40 total. That want to join, but it looks as though and I've, I, I do a lot of financial updates. I listen to a lot of financial programs that would be ITM trading. If you're on YouTube, ITM trading. I do uh, Petrova CPA, P-E-T-R-O-V-A CPA, uh, Robert Kiyosaki. and can go on and just listing shows I listen to. But all of them are indicating that if Biden decides to seize those 300 billion dollars of Russian assets, uh, as many as 40 countries will be joining almost immediately. So that is what is happening.
1: Wow.
3: Okay. Um,
2: it it seems a little bit like our move has been
1: like parents that are controlling their kids. Like you can't do this. You gotta be home by nine, all this kind of stuff. And then like you have this 17 year old that, that, that now, instead of delivering papers is making like six figures, you know, he's making like twice as much as the parents. And he's kind of like, you know, I kind of don't think I need to be there at nine because like, I don't need your allowance.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what these other countries. That's are like kind of with what Putin's done. US? You know, it's yeah. like
1: they, we've they, we've 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 overreached these sanctions, and um, they don't really need us because they're trading in their own thing. They don't need our manufacturing. They they steal mm-hmm. our intellectual property, and there's nothing that the Biden administration has done with that. So our movies and technology, all that kind of stuff. So they, 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 they kind of moved along and they're fine. They're like, Hey, Hey folks, listen, I don't need your allowance. I'm great. I make a hundred thousand a year. You guys make like 40. So I'm, I'm good. And I'm moving. I, I don't, I don't need to worry about the curfew anymore. Is that kind of what they're all doing? They're like, Hey, give the middle finger to the United States and moving on because there's not a lot that we offer them.
2: I want to just be really clear. I know this seems crazy, but the dictators don't like capitalism. What? Yeah, the dictators, they don't want capitalism. You know, so Xi's not a big fan of capitalism. North Korea is not a big fan of capitalism. Saudi Arabia is not a big fan of capitalism as we look at it today. If you want to look at how they treat their women in the Middle East, that'll just send you down a rabbit trail. So to be very clear you know Saudi Arabia um, they have there's by the way if you don't know about a lot of the middle eastern countries they believe in what's called sharia law look at the saudi arabian mm-hmm. flag they have a sword on it so the whole idea is if you if you don't want to follow our system we'll chop your head off that's kind of sharia law 101 these countries uh, these dictatorships they have forced organ harvesting like in china uh, yep. they have forced harvesting, re-education camps, they don't like the freedom of speech that we have in our country. So that's kind of where we're headed. And I want to play this final clip here before you have to kick me off, because I know you guys have a busy, busy broadcast day today, and I want to add, add a lot of value quickly. Um, there's this concept of called binary or non-binary, and everyone needs to write it down and think about it, because I promise I have a point, and it's not just funny. Watch this next clip, folks. It's, folks, it's all about binary versus non-binary. Okay, here we go. Hit and play.
0: The nature of money is going to change quite dramatically. The old systems of uh, of trust and of ownership uh, will have to adapt radically.
2: Room's starting to spin real fast because of because of gayness. <laughs> <coughs> okay, now what am I saying? Now listen. <clears throat> You've all know. You've all know. He wants to roll out non-binary money. He's saying he wants to have money where you don't know how much money you have because the nature of money is going to change. Okay. he's also a fan of rolling out non-binary genders where you don't know what gender you are because this is the perverse worldview they have. They also want to roll out non binary food. You don't know whether it's organic or not because it has additives to it. They want to roll out non binary ownership of things. This would be a public private partnership is what you hear about all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why it's always been so hard to find venues for the Reawaken America tour because all our final event by the way is in June if you go to timedfreeamerica.com and use promo code flyover timedfreeamerica.com promo code flyover you have a chance to win backstage pass uh, tickets to our final Reawaken America tour June 7th and 8th in Detroit, Michigan and we're going to be hosting it at a church again and people always say, "Well, why do you go to a church? Why not an arena?" Well, most of these arenas are what's called a public private partnership. It's a non-binary ownership. So, when I talk to the ownership, they say, "I'm a conservative" I love you guys. Come bring the Reawaken America Tour to my town. But then they say the city, unfortunately, said we can't do it. Mm. So the city and private owner have to work together it's a public private partnership it's perverse it's a non-binary gender system it's a non-binary monetary system it's a non-binary food you don't know are you eating F food that's healthy or not it's a non-binary worldview and if you want to learn more about it go to quant.network that's the website quant.network that will be the system that will be powering the cbdc's quant.network the central bank digital currencies that were signed into uh that the the, the, uh, the the, the, I guess the pathway uh, that was signed to make this possible was called Executive Order 14067. Joe Biden signed this document, Executive Order 14067, this executive order paving the way for the, introdu- the, for the introduction <laughs> of what's called FedNow or non-binary money or central bank digital currencies. And you can type in MIT CBDCs or Quant.network. And finally, you can type in MIT quantum Dot. To learn more about it. And so if you're listening to this going, it's this terrifying. Um, I think Kirk Elliott will give you some solutions. And I talked to Kirk Elliott, I would say fairly often, and I would just say this, whether you decide to invest with Kirk Elliott or somebody, um, you really want to schedule a consultation. I think that's one of the things that Kirk Elliott does a phenomenal job of. He and his team is doing a consultation where you can have a conversation where you don't feel like you're being pressured or pushed. However, uh, bricks they are appeal- yeah. putting mm-hmm. pressure on this event happening and as of january 1st bricks has now doubled in size um i
1: i noticed um i followed you on twitter this morning you put out a series of videos and i, I encourage people to go to you you've, you've uh you've increased the level of complexity to your twitter handle though mm-hmm. it's uh like clay at, clark. at clay clark the, clark the clay clark reawakening america <laughs> Clark Griswold <laughs> uh um which which is a great follow once you get all the letters in there but um you you put out a, a video and Andy Sh- uh, Schleckman I say Andy Shekman was on uh a piece of that with Robert Kiyosaki he had some clarity on the increase in numbers of nations um joining BRICS and and what it, that is doing to the dollar and um I don't, I don't know what we need to do to help people understand this, but it's interesting to me that most of the videos you play, people have a foreign accent, because mm-hmm. you're you're looking at videos from other countries. This is not being covered by our mainstream media here, and it probably yeah. is the other than the border crisis, it's the biggest thing mm-hmm. that's going to impact real people in a real way. And I think that that well, Andy Schleckman oh. clip, he really hits it hard.
2: And I'll say this too, by the way. If, if you go back to my Twitter real quick, uh, uh, if you're can go there and hit refresh real quick. Here, Dave, I think you'll appreciate what just happened. Um, there we go. Okay. There oh! we go. Not, okay. <laughs> you're, you're, you just
1: keep escalating in value. You're like the opposite of the dollar. You're you're like uh, the, the ruble that or something.
0: That is hilarious. <laughs>
1: there it
2: is. Okay. No, it's Clay, reawakening America, Clark Griswold. That's what we need to search for. <laughs> yes. Um, But, no, it's really important for people to understand this. if you go to Rumble and you look for RT News, that's the Russian state media, or you go to DuckDuckGo and just type in RT News, they are fired up about the collapse of the dollar. Like, they are fired up. They call it the end of U.S. hegemony. So when you go to Twitter and you see now Putin – um, so if you go to Twitter real quick and just do a search for Putin and MBS, just as an example, you know Putin and then type in MBS. He's the head of Saudi Arabia. MBS. These guys are high fiving. They're fired up. Yeah, you'll kind of scroll down. You'll see them. They're high five. There they are. And they're they're just like, oh snap! Yes, we are done. I mean, this is these guys feel the way about moving into the new BRICS currency the way that the Bulls felt when they drafted Michael Jordan. They're going. We can't believe. This guy didn't go number one. Right. What? I mean, you know, we're thinking that they're going, this guy's not number one. Dumb. Oh, right. this is good. Look at these guys. They are high. Finally, MBS. He's like, oh, snap. Putin's like, oh, no. I mean, these guys. And if you look and if you look mm-hmm. it up, Putin and Iran flew out to Iran and we're talking these guys, I call it a money. Buster Rhymes wrote a song about it. But these are people. They don't. understand that. They don't operate in debt. They they don't do debt. They don't they don't get it. They don't they just they don't operate in debt. They don't have a debt based economy. If you scroll down, you'll see. So Putin's hanging out with Iran. You've got Putin hanging out with MBS. Putin's hanging out with Dubai. Uh, type in this. Type in Putin Dubai here. Final thing. This should be easy for you. Putin Dubai. You're doing a great job searching, but it should pop up easily for you. Putin Dubai. Yeah. Uh, and then click on uh, media, and you'll see Putin rolling up in there okay you'll see it he rolls up and they have like mig military escorts as he flies in I wish I could find it so much he, he flies into the United Arab Emirates maybe click on top but he flies in and it is like military escort I mean it is next level here we go let me let me let me I got it let me type in my ARAB money I've got my own Arab money clip here let me pull it up here okay <laughs> cool. here we go let's do it final clip here for you ARAB money here we go come on slide, slide. This is food wow. rolling up in Dubai. Unbelievable. Look at this. The MiGs with the Russian smoke coming out of it. The Russian flag. Look at this. Look at these guys. They are, they are so fired up.
4: Oh, boy. Look at
2: them. Just hold oh, they man. they are And they are fired up because they mm-hmm. don't have to listen to the U.S. anymore. You know they're working on their own Olympics. They just, Bricks just announced their own Olympics. They're no longer going to be messing with us. They're also rolling out their own new fashion. They don't like U.S. fashion, so they've decided to have their own fashion. So the, the Bricks nations have said they're going to reject Western fashion. I mean, these guys, they've been playing this for 16 years. Years. We've wow. been doing the Reawaken America tour for three and a half years. For 16 years, these homeboys have been hoarding the earth's gold. And if Biden decides to seize and I know Putin wants it to happen. If Biden decides to seize 300 billion dollars of his money, there are 40 countries that are at the starting line just ready for the gun to fire and ready to jump and so it is they are they're setting this up and so all i can tell you is if you have not scheduled a consultation with a precious metals dealer you don't want to be left holding fiat mm-hmm. currency no. when the world rolls into a gold backed no. programmable central bank digital currency controlled by Arab money because mm-hmm. we can get out of it we don't have to sit on this train track in a lawn chair you know waiting
1: for it to happen you can just Step aside and not participate in this craziness. But if we have a couple minutes left, can we go back and look at that Andy Andy Shuckman thing with uh Robert Kiyosaki? Because Robert Kiyosaki, I mean, we, we you know rich dad poor dad, we we grew up on that idea of, of you know real estate and rentals and and everything he was about, and he's pretty focused on this thing. But I think that that clip that you had this morning on your Twitter, um, he really nails it in a in a in a great way. I'd like to end on that if we can still fit that in.
2: What's going to happen? What do you, I mean, how long can we keep this up, Andy? How long can people keep taking this piece of garbage here that we print at will?
5: I don't think much longer at all. I mean, look, just in this year alone, the BRICS countries have offloaded $123 billion in U.S. treasuries. China and Brazil and India, the United Arab Emirates, all of our our supposed allies of the past, well, minus China, but we had a good relationship with them for a long time they're dumping the bonds and and there are countries that are are working very hard to strike deals with one another outside the dollar and as we continue to print at a pace that is unsustainable while rates are going higher we are putting such strain on the entire system the whole system's going to be dragged down and maybe that's what they're intending to do but maybe that's why And it's not just the wealthiest traders in the world, that being the central banks. It's the most sophisticated and well-informed, continue to buy gold at a pace that the world has never seen over the last 18 months, more than they have ever seen. And every month, it's bigger than the last. They know what's coming. And this is a very big deal, and it must be done methodically, not too quick to cut off your nose to spite your face. But there will come a point, and I call it logarithmic decay. Little by little by little by little by little, then bang all at once. It's like going over the falls. Well, we're seeing the little by little by little by little by little. Every interview that you and I have done, we've talked more about the little by little by little by little by little. Where are we in this logarithmic the decay where we hit the falls? Don't know, but we will hit that. And I think that's what you're so good at showing people is the little by little by little by little. And when the all at once comes, when none of us know when it probably on a Sunday night If you're not prepared, not just with gold and silver in every way, I think um, it's going to be a very, uh, let's call it a religious experience and and one that I don't think will be very pleasant for the majority of the people who don't see what's coming and therefore have not and cannot get out of the
2: way. Last, real last question about 30 seconds. What's CBDC going to do when the Fed goes to the Fed coin? What happens then?
5: Well, I think in order to get to the CBDC, you have to create an event, and that event could be. The loss of the petrodollar and everyone dumping dollars, which creates hyperinflation as the dollars hit our shores and inflation goes straight up and interest rates go straight up to compensate. Not controlled by the Fed, but by the market, and everything collapses. But have no fear, Lail Brainerd and her central bank digital currency, the number two economic advisor to the U.S. Uh, White House, modern the monetary theorist who who ran point on Fed now and also worked with MIT in establishing the CBDC, Uh, I think you will create an event where people will beg for it because they will have watched the banking system implode. CBDCs will be the end of privacy and will be the ability for the Federal Reserve to create both monetary and fiscal policy right to the end user. And it's what they want and it is coming and the Bank of International Settlements said every country must have an operational one by 2025. It's coming and I think that's another thing to be prepared for. Get out of the the, matrix. Own things that have no counterparty risk, like gold and silver. That's that's why I own this. This is silver and gold. Yeah, they'll come a time where where they'll say, you got 90 days to turn this in. And if you don't, it's worthless. And now you get your new CBDC. When does that happen? Don't know. How does it happen? I don't know. But they will have an event that makes people want to take it. Because the majority of the people that I talk to and listen to you, they don't want to take it unless they have no choice. And that event, the banking system blowing up, everything blowing up here will make you whole. Just sign on the dotted line.
0: Man. Man. All right. So, Clay, why, Hi, uh, before we let you go, why is it so important to have something tangible versus the U.S. dollar?
2: Well, on oh, a, on a, a very practical level, I mean, um, you know, I took my wife and kids to the Lake, for Christmas so I could cough by the lake. And uh, so we're going to the lake and uh, we're going to grill stuff. Right. And so we've got a charcoal grill there. We have a gas grill and the, the gas grill wasn't, you know, f- properly gassed up. So I use charcoal, you know, and it was like, I'm, I don't know if I'm a big prepper. I just go to the lake want to grill steak and I'm going, Oh, man. Petroleum. Looks like we're out of it. I should have checked. My bad. But let's go with charcoal. Boom. It's it just it seems like just a a common sense move. Um, Another example. I went to my cabin. Uh, by the way, open invitation. You guys can stay at said cabin if you want to. But I'm at the cabin and I go there. And I'm going, I forgot to pack a toothbrush because we left kind of abruptly because I was you know coughing, trying not to die while driving. And so we get there and I go. You know what? I love myself. I have a reservoir of backup toothbrushes. So I open it up. my Because it's, it's just like it, it's the peace of mind right. of knowing that I already thought about forgetting stuff. And so it's just the peace of mind. So that's one is you need to think of just the peace of mind. Right. Second right. is that you can't lose money buying precious metals and holding, that, holding them until you're dead. What? Mm-hmm. Step one, buy precious metals. Step two, don't die. What? Yeah, don't run with scissors. Stop, drop, and roll. Do the whole thing. It's look both ways when you're crossing traffic every time. Yeah, every time look both ways because you you if you buy I, mean, I started buying precious metals when it was like four and five hundred dollars an ounce, and every time I would buy an ounce, I would take out my, my sharpie. I didn't use a not a sharpie, but a Expo. I had my mirror. This is one of the reasons my wife and I don't share bathrooms anymore. But I go to my mirror and I'm like, one ounce next week, two ounces. Every time I bought an ounce, I would. Pretty soon, I'm trying to shave, and I'm like, because eh, 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 I can't see myself. I'm wow. like, eh, 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 you know, because you have hundreds of tally marks on this thing. Well, I bought it, and then I just, I my complicated strategy was don't spend it. So I didn't yep. spend it, mm-hmm. and then we were looking to buy something back in the day. This was, you know, 10 years back, and I don't remember exactly what the, 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 the circumstances were, but it was a very large purchase, and I looked at it. I thought, well, let's just cash that out and buy that tangible thing. And when I went to do it, I didn't reckon, I didn't think about it, but my investment, my shrewd investment had tripled in price. Wow. And so I was able to buy the thing I wanted to buy two and a half times, you know? And so, um, you know, so what I do now is now I don't, I don't look at it as like, a, haha, I'm making money from inflation. I don't, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as more of just, I'm just going to buy and hold it, you know? I just think it makes sense. One, it's it's a it's a common sense investment strategy Two, uh, I don't think you could really lose money with it. And three, these countries are rolling out a gold backed programmable central bank digital currency. And these are countries that don't understand debt look up the national debt of saudi arabia Someone should look that up they don't have a debt they have crazy surplus look up the debt of dubai have you seen how fast they're building dubai i mean they have a thought to put up a tower then they put up the world's tallest tower then someone else says you can't build the tallest tower i'll build the tallest tower and they just keep <laughs> building the world's tallest towers at record pace debt-free i mean these are debt-free countries it yeah. is it, it's
1: wild well, people can choose to participate that or not participate in it. And I, I'm going to use this phrase. I'm going to use it going into this this year. We are boycotting the craziness. Every mm-hmm. every At every turn, I'm going to get out of crazy town and, mm-hmm. and make wise, biblically-based choices. And I think it starts with the things that you're talking about. Clay, thanks for the tour. Thanks for putting speakers together. Thanks for your show. And mm-hmm. thanks for coming on ours. Um, I, I really think that you're, a, you're a, a bright light in this time and uh, really thankful for the research and work that you do.
2: Dave, uh, real quick, a final note here. Um, again, June time to freeamerica.com, Time to freeamerica.com, June reawaken America tour in Detroit, Michigan. Use promo code flyover for a chance to win a backstage pass and a discount on those tickets. And also, this is my first day being off a of dayquil, and I, I I didn't recognize how beautiful you were, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's what still the dayquil talking. <laughs> I mean, wow! Is this what I've been looking at every I week? Totally I
0: totally agree, Clay. He is. Wow, in grandpa mode. Man, <laughs> I had
2: enough dayquil; it blurred my vision. Wow! Thank you, Fabio White
0: uh <laughs> Thanks, thank you clay. so much for your time we really appreciate it clay Bye,
2: right, stacy bye fabio
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right flavor family my name is avery whited i'm the daughter of david and stacy i'm just moving in so i had to get an order for my pillow and get the things that i needed so let's look inside i got some my pillow uh towels kitchen towels I got some of their Giza sheets. Now, I've never actually been able to use them, but I've heard amazing things from my parents about them. And last but not least, something for Charlie. Hey, Dompin! All right, Charlie, let's go put this in the dryer and fluff it up for you. Come on, buddy. Nice and warm and fluffy. Perfect for my little guy. Come here, Charlie. All right. If you want to get your own products, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code FLYAVER to save up to 66% off.
3: Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment, causing you pain in your neck every single night? You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hardwood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com, use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off.
1: All right, Flyer family, we stay focused on this every single week yep. for two reasons. Number one, we need to know what we. David and Stacy are personally Mm. doing moving forward when it comes to a world around us that we can't control, but we can control our actions to insulate us from that. And you would even call what's going on in the world coming on a tsunami. Mm. We've been talking this for a while. Somebody Mm. already thought of this quite a while back. Wrote a book called Thriving in the Economic Tsunami. He has not one but two PhDs, and he's equipped to help all of us navigate this and not just survive it, actually come out on the other end, possibly ahead, the one and only Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott.
0: Welcome.
4: Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, 2024. All right, so obviously an election year. We are 300 and some odd days away oh. from uh, the 2024 election. And uh, so it looks like it might be a little crazy.
4: M- might be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if if sadly, if we even want to call it an election. I, I don't even know yeah. what's going to happen. I mean, it's really at this stage of the game, when we have you know almost a year left, anything could happen, right? But but what we do know is, no matter what happens, God's in control. Always yep. has been, always will be. And but we have to do our part and mm-hmm. uh, to be light in this dark world.
0: That is for sure, no doubt. About
1: well, you know, it's it's a thing where I think a lot of our viewers would feel when they turn on the news, they feel powerless. They look at we've sent twice as much money to Ukraine in a year as what we spend on our entire infrastructure roads, bridges, airports, everything twice as much we sent to there. Mm -hmm. And that's just for the war. We're going to do more to rebuild it. And another set of companies are going to profit from that. So you look at that you're like, man, we got problems. And then, you know, the, the, uh, the border issue is big. I saw a, a photo this weekend. that showed Oregon state's football stadium, uh, packed full. There's a picture of it. And it said, now imagine four of these every single month, full of, People coming to this country, uh, receiving a free phone, getting money when they cross. In California, 100% free healthcare, mm. you know, in that state. And you look at these things, you're like, what about us? And so you, you start to feel like, okay, I don't think the people that we've elected that, okay, I can exhale because you're going to go and you're going to represent my interests in Washington. I don't think those... so it creates a, a powerlessness. I think our viewers would feel the same of like frustration. You want to throw a brick at the mm-hmm. TV. You feel sometimes like an ant screaming at a skyscraper. Like, why are they they doing this? And, and out of all of the, the 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 chaos, you have some of the best ideas to like, look at the worst thing going on and say, here's how, mm-hmm. here's the judo move to counteract that. And that's, that's mm-hmm. why I love these segments.
4: Yeah. I, I mean, truly, I think we're at this point of critical mass, David and Stacey, where we're about to tip in the other direction. I mean, even liberal Denver, which is pretty much the same now as liberal Chicago and liberal New York. I yeah. mean, so every one of those mayors is now complaining about the illegals coming up, um, being busted up from El Paso, yeah. however they get here. Right. And now just like I mean, we, we work and live downtown and there's, there's little tent villages or cities everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, everywhere I was, I was looking out the window at our office at union station last week and a whole family of migrants just comes off the train. It's like father, wife, multiple kids, probably other relatives. I mean, there's like nine of them with, with a sleeping bag, um, some kind of a blanket, and like really nothing else and you know what there is and so now the mayors of those three cities in particular are bellyaching and complaining it's like we don't sure. we don't have the infrastructure we can't take care of all these people you got to stop sending them here it's like wait a second you voted for this yep you supported some it some of them you, campaigned you on it yeah yeah you can not and so now you've hit this point of critical mass and now their tune changes and i was thinking over the weekend it's like what is it did they just have a political shift in their minds. It's like, no, (laughs) this was never about anything other than money, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's it's about getting money from the federal government into these cities. Well, now when the federal government money train runs out, it's like, well, now what are we going to do? We're, we're asking for money and there isn't any available for it. And so now we don't, now we don't want this anymore. I mean, that's really kind of what it boils down to. It's sad. It, it wasn't about taking care of people, which I, I care about. These people coming across. I want them to have a sure. good life, but sure. I want them to each do one's legally. a human. They're yeah. real people. It's yep. not like they're real these are just numbers. Real families with real, mm-hmm. families, yeah. with real mm-hmm. dreams. But do it legally. You know, become mm-hmm. a citizen. Right, like like what we used to have in yeah. this country. But when you just bring them in and they're they're not taxpayers, but they're just a drain on society. Cities run out, and truly, we we have run out um, of the capability to provide the infrastructure to actually take care of them. And when that happens, they might as well not even come over, mm-hmm. right? It's like, well, we can't take care of you in our country. You can, They don't take care of you in your country either. It's like, it's all the same,
2: right? right? So
4: it's all a function of money to me. And and this is just one element of where money is running out in this country. It's it's running out for people who can't afford to buy their groceries. It's running out for people who can't afford to pay their rent for their, their mortgages. Right, they can't buy houses. Wages are coming down under Bidenomics. Um, while prices are going up, the cost of borrowing is going up. And you know, I, I read this article just early, early, early this morning. It might have even been last night. It was just dark 30. I don't know what time it was. <laughs> dark uh, you, 30. You are a hard worker, you're up early. You
0: are up early. <laughs> I
4: was up early today. Um, but you know, it's the beginning of the year. We've got plans, we've got to strategize as a team mm-hmm. and and what we're doing. And and, you know, I was reading this article by Harry Dent. So, Harry Dent's an economist, um, forecaster, kind of, you know, but what did he predict? He's been very good in the past at predicting things, um, cause he does, he does stuff the way that, that I would do it. He kind of looks at not other people's opinions, but rather mm. source documents. He looks at the logic behind things and, and what everything is going to cost. Well, he believes 2024. Horrible headline. I I, I get it. Mm-hmm. will bring the biggest crash of our lifetime <laughs> to, to U.S. markets. I mean, we've had some big crashes in this country. We had 2009, we had 2000, we had the Great Depression, right? Well, there's been a lot of biggies, but he said, this is the biggest one of, of our lifetime. So he's pretty sure that 2024 is going to be the year that the overinflated U.S. bubble markets collapse. And I Sadly, agree. I wish I didn't, but I do. Um, So, according to Harry Dent, uh, he appeared on Fox Business last week, um, giving Mm. predictions for for twenty twenty four. Well, what he said, and this is his quote: "Since two thousand and nine, this has been one hundred percent artificial, unprecedented money printing and deficits. So, in in the last fifteen years." Twenty-seven trillion of our thirty-four trillion dollars was created of debt. So can you say that again?
0: Twenty-seven trillion.
4: Twenty-seven of our thirty-four trillion that took us from 1776 until now. So what is that? That's like uh, 1876, 1976, like 250 years. Let's call it. Um, took us to go from zero to thirty-four trillion. Well, in the last 15 years we've added 27 of that 34 trillion. This is off the charts. I mean, this is insanity. Um, And he said it's 100% artificial, which means we're in a very dangerous state. So then he goes on to say, I think 2024 is going to be the biggest single crash year that we've seen in our lifetime. We, We need to get back to normal and we need to send a message to central banks. So- He said, "This has to be a lesson that we never revisit." Well, well, he also said a little bit farther. um, Great Depression 2.0, here we come, right? Mm -hmm. So, so this all started really. He said it started during the pandemic in 2021. All this new phase of massive spending. Mm -hmm. I I disagree in the sense of. This started in the early 1900s when the Federal Reserve became a thing, right? Yeah, that Um, was the beginning. Yeah, for sure. That was truly the beginning when they started printing money and took us off the gold standard because we used to have a currency that was backed by gold. Well, you could have the bankers just print money without any kind of tangible backing, which ultimately causes inflation. So here's where he said, when we've added $27 in the last 15 years, he said, things are not going to come back to normal in a few years after this one, right? So he said, we've never seen these levels of stock market, of bond market growth, of real estate growth. See, we've never seen this before. So he thinks that a crash is going to not be a crash. It's not going to be a correction. It's, it's, correction, it's really going to be a collapse. It's going to be more like 29 to 32, you know, 1929 to 1932 levels. um, And what he predicted was that something is the public this year in 2024 is going to realize that something is really, really wrong. Mm. Right. People Mm -hmm. are already starting to see that. Right. But, but we're, we're going to see the economic mayhem that that's around us. Um, kind of transcend into everyday life. It's going to impact society. It's going to impact how we give. It's going to impact just just banks and whether banks yeah. have money or not to lend out. So the the politics of everything that we've seen, which the politics are we got to print money to fund every stimulus under the sun, right? We've got to make sure that people always have and and this is this is the problem Um, because we printed way, way too much money. And now we're gonna have the biggest collapse of our lifetime economically because of political mechanisms, right? So Mm -hmm. economics, our society, our health freedoms, all of these freedoms are tied to political actions, right? So, So the Great Depression that's ahead of us I don't think it's gonna be like the Great Depression of the 1929s and 30s, right? Because this one is all about debt. Mm-hmm. Right. It's we've got way too much of it. And um he's expecting because of the amount of money that's that's been printed over the last 15 years when this grew. I mean, that's that's well over 60, 70% of all of our debt as a nation in the last 15 years. Wow. So he's expecting a 63% correction. That's what he thinks this is going to be. So to me, 63% 10, correction, 10 to 10%, 15% is a correction. 63% is a collapse. Mm-hmm. Even if he's the biggest doofus on the planet, right? And he's 50% wrong. That's still like 31 and percent correction. I mean that's even that's big, right? So what he thinks is is that the S and P 500, the Dow, maybe they're going to have a good year this year. Maybe they won't. It, we we don't know, but he's expecting poor returns for the next 10 to 12 years
0: wow. on
4: normal equity equity markets. And so all of this starts to really happen this year, right? I don't think this is a projection that we're making for oh. Few years from now, this is all going to start to play itself out. No, this we're we're at the the precipice of the invading armies in, uh, knocking down the gates of the city. Right, mm-hmm. um, that's where we are. So there's there really isn't a chance to kind of recover from this and make drastic changes because the enemy is at the gate
5: mm-hmm. right
4: now. It's it's not playing out the. The table is set. We just that, or the you know, the page is turning on this chapter. Yeah. However, you want to explain it, but the page is turning, and the next chapter is going to be an ugly one, economically and politically. But here's where, like we started with, God's in charge, right? We don't know what's going to happen during the election. We don't know what's going to happen to the economy, other than I think it's going to get really, really bad. That I do have pretty much confidence in, <laughs> yeah. but I have more confidence in God that he takes care of us. He doesn't necessarily uh, care about our comfort level. He cares about our eternity, right? And so when we start to look to him for faith and guidance and and strategy and creativity to navigate through this crisis, oh my word, this is where we're going to thrive. Mm-hmm. One of those things I believe is is gold and silver. I, this is why I talk about it every single week. Um, to at the risk of sounding like a broken record, because it is to me the only thing that makes sense in an inflationary depression like what we're going into. Things go up with inflation; mm-hmm. they always have, always will, and we get just get to take advantage of that.
0: Let me ask you a question, Kirk. As you were talking, I just I just kept thinking about you know, in history, at, you know, with the, these different crashes happen, how long does it take for a society to bounce back from something like that? So let's say that somebody, they don't make a change, you know, they don't do something to kind of get themselves at a harm way. You know, what is the typical time for something to rebound? And, and is does it look like this is would rebound?
4: Well, it, uh, you know, obviously it depends on the severity, right? So 2009, it took like eight years, for people, or nine years to break even. In two thousand, it took like eight years to break even. So both of those were a little less than ten mm-hmm. years, and people came back. Um, you go back to complete societal collapse, where the where the republic died because of the weight of the entitlements on the system, like the Roman Republic. Mm-hmm. Right. They they never recovered from that. They mm-hmm. ceased to exist as a political entity. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, now Italy is still there. Rome is still there. That's still a country, but, but to the extent of where they were the largest, one of the largest empires in the history of the world, that's no longer. Yeah. Now they're just kind of bankrupt, kind of hanging on for dear life, Italy. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, things change. Mm-hmm. And so we, because of where we are in the system, because we are so much of the world's debt, um, And so much of the world is tied to the U.S. dollar, which because of the BRICS nations rising up, which yesterday (laughs) was Mm -hmm. the first day of 2024. That is the day that six of the nine largest oil producers in the world become part of the BRICS nations. Our petrodollar is toast as Mm -hmm. of yesterday, because about 70% of the world's population is now trading in some other currency other than the U.S. dollar. There's no built-in demand mm-hmm. for our currency, yeah. but yet we still have all these entitlements, all this stimulus, the debt ceiling. We have all mm-hmm. this stuff, and but we don't have built-in demand for our currency yeah. anymore. That's and why people can kind
1: of continue spending <laughs> yeah. just the same. It, to me, it looks like looks like a family that you know, maybe you go to church with, and you know this couple, and maybe maybe the, the the wife quit working to stay home with kids or something, you know. But they 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 their income was cut in half, but they didn't change anything
0: they just live on credit it cards. There's credit
1: cards that we're still going to get family vacation. Mm-hmm. We're still, we still we still got these two cars we're making payments on. We still got and, and the kids don't notice anything. And I kind of think all of us are sort of the kids in this analogy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, when it when it comes to just the citizens cuz you're looking at the news and you're mm-hmm. kind of, you know, a lot of us don't make the news. We're we're observing it trying to to make counter actions in our in our world. And, and it, it kind of looks the same every week. You see them in church, and it's all mm-hmm. the same. They're still wearing new clothes. Looks great. They got, you know. And then and then all of a sudden, hits this point of like, man, what happened to the Johnsons? They they lost their home. They moved into a two-bedroom apartment. You know, their they're, both their cars were repossessed. Mm-hmm. It kind of looked good. It could, you can go for a year still kind of getting the groceries, making things. And all of a sudden, the kids are like, what happened all of the sudden? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't all of the sudden. Mom and dad were just creating Mm -hmm. an artificial world that looked like the old world, but the income wasn't there, Mm -hmm. you know? And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, what's that sound in the driveway? The cars are, you know, being Mm -hmm. taken away. It's like, that's kind of, things do become like, it seems like all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. but then when people look back, they're like, oh, this has been happening for a long time. Just now was time to pay the piper and it's instant. And I think a lot of these conversations we've had with you, some people might be like, well, that we've had this conversation with the, the, the dollar, it, it's better to be right early,
4: mm-hmm.
1: you know, than too late.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that that's, that's kind of a rat. And this doesn't affect everybody the same people in their twenties and thirties, probably they've been focused probably more on paying off student loans and they've been, you know, beginning their economic climb in the workforce, but people that are say 40, 50s, 60s, 70s, who have their net worth tied up in that family, basically, You know, uh, that's been artificially keeping it going. That's ones that's going to hurt the most if they have the money still in that system. Their their four hundred one k's, their retirement. These things are tied up in that system. You know, we got mortgage. You know, collapse that's coming from vacant buildings in every major downtown. You know, city that are not going to come up. Mm -hmm. You know, those are coming up. due, you know the first quarter of this year? There's so many things happening at once, and it doesn't impact everybody the same. If you're twenty. And it takes 10, 15 years to recover. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be better than somebody that's 40, us as grandparents. I mean, these are things we have to really pay attention to.
4: Well, the what you just said is so powerful. I mean, the magnitude of what you said is really big, David. So, so imagine if you saw the writing on the wall and you had an account at Silicon Valley Bank or Silvergate Bank or Signature Bank or Credit Suisse or First Republic. All of them went under, right? Mm-hmm. So- if you would have pulled your money out three months, six months, nine months early, would you have cared? It's like, no. You'd say, I got out yeah. before they collapsed. But what happens if you were a day late? You wouldn't have had anything oh. because the banks failed, right? So so this is where I would much rather be three months, six months, nine months early on any move than one day late. Because one day late, you don't know what the magnitude of that one day late is Mm -hmm. ever going to be. This time, if we're talking about the kind of collapse that Harry Dunn's talking about, one day late might be too late. I mean, I I don't think this is going to be a super gradual decline. Because that's not the nature of a bubble bursting. When a balloon pops, it doesn't actually let out its air slowly. It's all at once. Right. So I think that's if we wanted to personify how this market collapse is probably going to happen, I would say it's going to be like a balloon being Uh, Mm pricked, a really overly pumped up balloon and you stick a pin in it. That's how it's going to look and feel. Mm -hmm. And people may have more options than they realize. And that's kind of what
1: you guys specialize in. You go to flyvergold.com, set up a consultation. It's free. And then just find out and then walk away, say, you know, that's not for me right now. Maybe I'll wait till summer. Maybe you'll do whatever. But but this isn't a time to be like, oh, "I'll I'll deal with that later." Right now, because I'm busy doing this thing. This is
0: or scared because or, you or, know what or, your options or are or fearful.
1: The information mm-hmm. that you guys have, it's like, oh, I can I can actually I can actually do a judo move on this system that's working against me.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure you can, and that's where we can have a smile on our face. Don't yeah, don't listen to this show where David and Stacy and Kirk talk about gloom and doom. Um, that's the news. Can't mm-hmm. change that. But what we can change is our reaction to it and be in the right place at the right time. And that does put a smile on your face. That's truly what we want to help people with.
0: And that's what you guys do. You guys do a great mm-hmm. job of that. So Flyover Family, go to flyovergold.com. Fill out your information for the free consultation. Or you can call 720-605-3900. Again, 720 605 3900. Do it today. You won't regret it. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. This is a crazy time to be alive.
1: Well, just in our lifetime used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff and it was 75 years before, 50 years, you yeah. know, before All right, Flavor Family. You know, we're kind of launching, you know, the new year here with kind of a focus on the finances and, and not just because of goal setting and hey, where do I want to be in 2024 financially? It's because so many things that we talked about in 2023 were set with a timer of January the first. Uh we covered, you know, BRICS Nations the US's percentage of total global debt but there's so many factors that are all crescendoing into this election year and they don't stand isolated you can look at one and think that's the whole thing, but then it's like, well, there's another thing, mm-hmm. and there's another thing, and they all are kind of crescendoing into this Q1 period, this first quarter of 2024. There's a guy that I follow on on, on Twitter. I was going to bring up a tweet because this is wherever you live, whatever the nearest big city you know is to you. Obviously, we're flyover conservatives, you know. We there's there's still cities you mm-hmm. know out in these. They may not be New York, Miami, or LA, but we still have. There there are cities out here, so this affects every town, but some more than others. Um, It says, can you feel the rumble building? Uh, U.S. uh, uh, office buildings are facing $117 billion debt. Time bomb. And you see this in downtowns. Mm-hmm. And it's for a number of reasons San Francisco, Chicago, New York City. A lot of them, they've defunded the police. Minneapolis affects it as well. And so it's not a safe place to be. People it's,
0: don't go in town. It's
1: not a fun Mm-mm. place just to go and hang out and walk around. Yeah. We used to walk around San Francisco when our, man, it was like early 2000s, mm-hmm. our anniversary, you know. Even uh, like
0: 2011, 2012.
1: It was still, you know, if mm-hmm. you kind of watched where you were at, you know, you didn't have to worry about stepping on feces and everything. So it's just, there's a reason why people aren't coming downtown Mm -hmm. and then it was crescendoed by covid lockdowns and then the technology sort of adjusted Mm -hmm. but i want to show you a couple of of, of graphs here they put the first one up there um this shows u.s cities with the largest commercial mortgage debt and this graph the big red line across the top and if you're listening to this on apple or another format it's manhattan new york it's 9.8 billion dollars those are mortgages that are coming up for renewal uh, San Francisco, California 3.5, Chicago 2.1. And these
0: are commercial mortgages.
1: These are yeah, personal homes. Mm-hmm. These are the buildings that you see downtown that used to be hustling and bustling that are just not mm-hmm. now. There's whole floors of these buildings that are completely empty. And so imagine if you were the landlord, if you you know, if you have a rental property and it's you know a single tenant. Well, uh, just imagine if there's nobody in it but you still had to pay the same mortgage Mm -hmm. each month. Now these guys have that scaled up with thousands of tenants and their mortgages are coming up for renewal. Um, go to the next slide and it shows us cities with the most loans up for refinancing next year. It's the same, it's the same, it's the same, uh, cities, most mortgage debt, and then the most being refinanced. And so when you're looking at large buildings that are going to have to be refinanced at a new higher Biden, Bidenomics interest rate, it creates a situation where a lot of these are like hey we're going to start slicing some of these properties mm-hmm. off of the books and just declare bankruptcy on certain ones because it makes no sense to to double the interest rate to double the interest rate on on a building that's over 50% vacant mm-hmm. and so um all of these things are working in concert together where where we have internal problems we have a flooding border um and then and then on an international basis other countries do not want our debt and they do not want our dollar. They've kind of figured out a new way to work around it. Now, this is not something that we got to participate in. I'm doing two things, praying. Mm -hmm. I want God to intervene for our world. Uh, Number two, I have to be diligent for my family and what I'm doing. I can't participate in something that they're sinking. I can't sit on the Titanic knowing that they're sinking it. And so I've got yeah. to step away from it. The dollar is being sunk. We're trying to make wise choices of what we could do to come out on the other end in a place that we can provide for our families and can to expand God's kingdom. And we need the finances to be able to do that. Moving out of a fake, what I call a Babylonian currency into silver into gold, into a tangible asset, then move into whatever the next currency is. That is the focus of the beginning of this year. And you see those empty buildings and you see that going on. It's affecting every city Mm -hmm. in our country. But the biggest cities, the bluest cities are being affected the most.
0: We are 307 days away from the 2024 election. Who knows what the future holds with that. But I just say, follow us on Rumble. Make sure you go there, participate in what's going on here, because you're going to want to know what's there. So make sure you're following us. Make sure you give us a like. And we bless you. We bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. And we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up.
1: See you back here again tomorrow, guys. Peace out.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacy Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.